Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Crooked Illness. If you are new here, my name is Paris Brinkevich, and I am the creator and host of the Crooked Illness podcast, where we get into all things health-related. The primary focus of the podcast within the umbrella of health-related topics is mental health and mindset. I began Crooked Illness as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for starting Crooked Illness stems from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I decided to start Crooked Illness to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. I offer my perspective on the work I've done and how it inspired me to begin this podcast. Along with this perspective, I also speak about my personal experience with mental health and how I use those experiences to help educate, inspire, and motivate others. I really enjoy doing interviews and connecting with people who also love to discuss and learn more about mental health. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or to my email of crookedillness at gmail.com. Hello, you guys, and welcome to this episode, a lesson not taught in school. And I'm super excited to get into this one because, of course, I have an awesome special guest today who I will be introducing you guys to in a minute, but I want to let you know what this episode is all about and why I decided to bring this one to the table for you guys. So a lesson not taught in school is an episode that me and my guest are going to be doing right now, right here together. And we are getting into some of the things that both the both of us were not, of course, not taught in school, right? The, the title of the episode. So we're going to be talking about things such as self-awareness and how that is huge and key and something that we, we did not have in the past when we were trying to unlearn different habits that we had that were actually harmful to us, that were actually hurting us mentally. And that also ties in with the biggest piece that I like to focus on a lot, which is negative self-talk the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you view yourself, and how does that tie in to our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions, our habits? How, do, how does the way that we speak to ourselves internally and what does that do for the outcome of the quality of our life? So we're going to be getting into, the, into that um, a lot in this episode here and also highlighting on some of the things that uh, me and my guests do to have a great day, right? To start our day off on a good foot instead of one that is bad and one that makes us d- really not be fired up for the day. So we talk about our morning routine. So my guest today, she is the queen, the queen of the morning routine, you guys. So she has incredible tips that she gets into in this one. And we've already had this conversation. So I am recording this after the episode has been recorded just to give you guys a nice recap and a little preview of what we're going to be getting into today in this one. So you're going to be learning a lot about how to unlearn certain harmful habits when it comes to uh, the way we speak to ourselves, right? So speaking to ourselves in a negative way, how do we shift that and start uh, seeing ourselves in a better light and right and start highlighting these qualities that we have in ourselves that are 
amazing and exceptional and incredible instead of putting ourselves down or doubting ourselves or, you know, just beating ourselves up. How do we transition into something better? And you hear, you're going to be hearing about that today from some things my guest has done and some things that I have done as well. So, and that's why I'm really excited about this one is because this is something that um, from both of our point of view, that we did not really learn in school. A lot of the both of us kind of get into how we really would, you know, be in school kind of like masking our emotions, right? And not talking about things that were hard, things that were difficult, things that made us vulnerable, because we were kind of taught to you know, be, you like, stay, like, act like you're tough, like, no, like, act like you're doing good, like, nothing's going, nothing's wrong, nothing, nothing's going bad, right? So that's kind of the uh, impression experience that we had growing up in school, and not, not talking about these things, right? So we're going to be getting into what, what that has done for us, and, and the steps that we have taken to turn that around and get back in a better place. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear this message, to hear the story of my guest today. Also get into some of the incredible work she is doing. She also has a podcast. I was a guest on her podcast and we're going to get into that as well. She has a blog. She has a merchandise line. She has a a website as well. And all that information will be shared in the description of this episode. But you guys are here today and we are tuning in to a lesson not taught in school. Let's get into it, you guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Crooked Illness. I'm really looking forward to this one, you guys. I'm getting into a lesson not taught in school today. Based on the title of this episode with my beautiful guest today, Ashley Parker. Ashley received her Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling from Palm Beach Atlantic University. She's also the host of a Splash of Ash podcast, which is dedicated to sharing actionable lifestyle changes to nurture your mind, body, and soul in order to achieve a greater self-worth. I'm so excited to have Ashley here with us today to uncover the message behind the title of this episode. So without further ado, welcome Ashley to the podcast. Hey, oh, what is up? Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I feel like you've been such a light in my world just through social media. I feel like I know you. So it's so fun that we can connect. And you were on my podcast earlier this week, that episode dropped. So y'all go check that out because this girl's amazing also. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited to jump into this. Ashley, I love you. Yes, you guys. So I was on her podcast this Monday. So when this episode comes out, this will probably come out I think in June or something, but we're recording this right now in April. So the episode I did on her podcast, check it out. A splash of Ash podcast. You guys, she is an incredible host and is incredible with what she does on her podcast. And I'm excited now to have her on here, feature her, feature her story and the awesome work that she is up to you guys. So before we go ahead and dive on into this, just give us a little bit more background on you. Tell us more about who you are and what you enjoy doing. Yes. So what's up guys? My name is Ashley. That was a beautiful intro. So thank you. It always makes me feel special when I'm on other people's shows and they give me such an awesome intro. I'm like, yes, hell yeah, like I you gotta rock it. it. Right. <laughs> so I am the founder of splash of Ash. I founded this kind of small business in the middle of the pandemic, really in 2020. I graduated with my master's in clinical mental health counseling. And when I was in my clinicals, I really found that 
counseling in its most traditional and psychological form wasn't for me, right? Mm -hmm. Wearing the therapist hat wasn't for me. I think therapy is so important and I think we should all be in therapy, but I think for me to wear the hat, it wasn't right for my spirit. So when I was getting ready to graduate in May, I was like, what, what's next for me? I'm either going to go on and get my license to be a counselor and a therapist and almost be miserable, or I could pivot into something new that like sparks my soul on complete fire. And I also was thinking about how I would be doing a disservice to the clients that I would be trying to help and trying to, to treat in the clinical setting if I wasn't happy, right? If I can't show up as my whole self and show up in my best form for my clients, is that really helpful for them? And the answer was no. So I actually started a YouTube channel. I have no videos on there. So do not ask and do not like, nope, it's gone. It's all wiped out. I literally had three videos on my YouTube channel and it was called a splash of ash. And the idea was we were in the middle of this pandemic and I wanted to be a light for other people, right? It was such a, it, it, it still is going on. It's such a crazy time. We're all in this weird phase. What's next? What, what the, what the hell is going on? Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hop on camera and pick little fun topics related to mental health and wellness to help people just feel better, right? To help people wow. out of this funk. So that was the idea behind a splash of ash originally. And I actually had somebody reach out to me and say, Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing with Splash of Ash? What are your, what are your dreams with this? What's your vision? And I was like, I really don't know. And so I actually used her and, and my mom was a huge supporter in this. My whole family was, but my mom was really behind the scenes helping me and was like, you know what? Start a podcast, start a brand. Like let's go in full force with something that makes you happy where you can help other people still using your backgrounds with your masters, but also in, in a lighter way where you can just be a light for other people. So that's wow. how splash of ash kind of came about. And that's what oh, I have been my doing full force. I, I love that. I look, I, cause I remember when we, you guys, we connected on Instagram. I remember, yes. and I can't remember how, like how exactly it happened. I think I could like scroll back, but we, we connected on there. And I, I can tell you guys, like I was looking at her page and I was just like, <laughs> this person, I was like, I love what she's doing. You guys Thank like you. every, like diving into mental health wellness topics. And I also think that's so important that you come on here and you talk about, you know, the career that you were pursuing, right? You got your master's in counseling and you, you were planning on doing that as a career, but then you realized, you know, this, if, and I think that's so amazing that you say, you know, noticing that you would be doing a disservice to the clients because you aren't truly enjoying the work that you're doing. You aren't truly, you know, as excited, as invested, as happy as you thought you would be. And I think that's amazing because that awareness is major. And that is something that, you know, I like, I kind of talk about, I've talked about a little bit in some of the episodes. It's kind of like, you know, struggling with, you know, finding yourself, right? Or especially, yes. and I've also dealt with that, you know, myself too, because kind of similar to you, I actually, you know, went back to school as well, got my MBA in healthcare administration because I really wanted to understand how things work from within the system of healthcare and like hospitals and clinics because I was a patient and then I worked in one. So I'm like, I want to, I want to learn more. Yes. And that's what I really love about you is like you can, you consistently pursue trying to grow and get better in these areas and then providing that on, on the platform that you have, um, on your Instagram, on the podcast. And you guys, you need to check her out. You know, like I've said this already, like a splash of ash, go 
look her up and subscribe to her and check out her episodes because it's so necessary and so needed. And I still think it's amazing that you are still doing um, something similar to what you originally planned to with, yeah. with helping people, right? With therapy, with counseling, but you're doing it in a way that, like you said, lights you on fire and gets you excited, you know, because who wants to wake up in the morning and have this dark, cloud over them yes. all the time and thinking, you know, all right, you know, I'm just going to do this thing. Cause you know, this is like the plan and kind of, you know, what I've always had going on. So I'm going to stay here, but you're not truly fulfilled. You're not truly excited about it. And that, I feel like that makes it very difficult and challenging to help other people because you still have that good heart. You still want to yes. do that, but it's hard. It's hard on you because you aren't doing what you love and what you yes. really, really want to do. So I think that's amazing that you, you made it happen. You know, you, you don't, you didn't just have a dream of, Oh my God, this would be so cool. You know, to start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, start a blog, start a splash of ash. You actually created it and you mm. did it and you're building it and you're growing it and you're continuing to do that. So I think that's amazing because that's the scariest step, you know, that I can tell you because, you know, with me, with doing my podcast, that was what scared the shit out of me is just yes. starting it. Cause I'm like, you know, we have all these ideas, right. And we have all of these things that we want to do and we have this vision and kind of, you know, where we want to go, but then you got to got to do it, you know, yes. take action, you know, that's great. But I think that's the, the coolest thing that, you know, I really found with, with you and the work that you're doing is you've done it. You have the plan, you've had the vision and you're putting it into action. So, you know, I, this is, this brings me to the focus of this episode right here, you guys. So a lesson not taught in school. So I really want to get in, you know, to the lessons not taught in school because you brought up so many incredible points in our last conversation. You guys, we spent like, I don't know, like two hours on the phone because I always like to do calls with a lot of my guests. So we, we had a call and we were talking about all of these things. So I love, you know, if you can get into what are these lessons and why do you feel we don't see many of them in school growing up? Yeah. You know, I think School serves its purpose, purpose, right? It's, it's academia focus, literature, mathematics, you know, it's a great place for us to even learn some social skills and friendships. But I don't think that we are necessarily taught some of the, the fundamentals for growth, right? And I, I think there's a few components to some of the things that are missing in school. And I think the first thing is self-awareness. We've been, already been talking about self-awareness in, in this episode already, but this was kind of first on my list. How to tap into our emotions, vulnerability, checking in with ourselves, right? Like how do we just check in with ourselves? We sometimes, I, I can remember, right? Like in high school, going to school and you're just in a pissy mood, right? You're just in a crap mood. You don't even know what to do with that. And I can also remember kind of having somebody in a bad mood or somebody being like running out of class and crying in the bathroom. And it's almost made fun of, right? To show those emotions in school. We have to be tough. We can't show that. And we don't know what to do with it. So I think that the one of the key points that is missed in school is self-awareness, knowing what to do with the emotions we feel, knowing how to check in with ourselves. And I think the first step in actually tapping into self-awareness that should be taught, so I'm going to teach you all right now, <laughs> is make it a point every single day to spend time with yourself. And I know you're huge on this too. Oh, so, yeah. right? Like sit and meditate, 
journal. Literally take five minutes out of your morning to just be with yourself. I actually had a guest on my podcast um, probably about a month and a half ago. And she said in the morning she wakes up and she'll literally be like, how am I feeling today? Right? That's it. It's so simple. It's so easy. It takes five minutes to just check in and become more self-aware. So I think that the first thing is self-awareness. Wow. That's, I think that's amazing because just the way that you broke that down is that hits home for me on so many levels because I can remember, you know, especially when you talked about, you know, seeing people like running out of class and not doing well and crying. I literally had moments like that all of the time when I was in high school, because for me, I was dealing with so much Mm -hmm. unresolved trauma, right? I didn't know how to communicate my, my emotions, what had happened to me or taken place because I felt like what you were saying, you know, we have to be tough. We can't show this side because then we're going to seem, you know, weak or we're like, we want attention or all these things. And I would, I did not know what to do with it, you know, and it just, it was terrible. And I think that is so key and so important because I never got those lessons. I was never taught, you know, I didn't even know what self-awareness was, you know, Mm -hmm. and back in high school and even, even in college too, like even like coming out of college, I still, you know, was starting to learn what this is. I was still starting to learn, you know, what is self-compassion? How do you practice Mm. self-care? Like, and like, and like, why is that important? Because for me, I was always like, going, 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 do this, do this, you know, don't, don't share this. Don't share too much about yourself. Don't share these bad times, you know, make it look like you're fine because you don't want people to like be concerned. You don't want anyone to worry. You don't want that, you know? And it was just this constant narrative that I pushed on myself of you need to be okay all the time. And I think what you say is so important. You know, if you guys don't already do this, you know, just honestly try out meditation, try out gratitude journaling, gratitude journaling, or just what you said, getting up in the morning and checking in with yourself, like asking yourself, you know, where am I right now? Like in this present moment, how am I feeling? And then, and then dive deeper into those feelings, right? So if you wake up and you're, and you're not feeling it, you know, you're not in a good mood, you're not feeling excited for the day, you know, you are stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you're sad, check in and say, you know, where, where are these feelings coming from? And like, what can I do with this to, try to move forward and try to work towards a solution because, you know, we could, we could spend our entire lives staying stuck inside of our problems because I can tell you, I have done it for years. I would get up every day before my feet hit the ground. I was like, today's going to be terrible. This sucks. Everything sucks. I hate what I'm doing. I hate, you know, being in school right now. I hate having to to work these jobs. I don't like, I hate this. And it was just like a shit firestorm of everything I didn't like and all this negativity. So, and when you start to do that and you gain that self-awareness, you're able to see it. And I, and that was the thing you guys, I couldn't even see it for the longest time. I couldn't even see, you know, this is what I'm doing to myself. So I think I agree with you so much. That is the number one, you know, thing that I, I, I haven't been taught in school. I don't know if anyone else is or, and that's amazing. Like if you've had that experience, wow. Like I wish that was, was really a lesson that we, we can get into, but oh my God. So yeah. it's so important. I, I, I also think finding what works for you, right? Meditation might not work. Like there are some people who, who don't connect with that or journaling. Maybe it's take a bath. Sometimes I love to take a bath in silence, literally in silence with no podcasts on with no music on. And I just sit with myself because when we really 
sit with ourselves and we get to know ourselves, then it can really move us to a place where we're confident with ourselves. We know who we are because we spend time with ourselves. We're not go, go, go. And I think the second piece of this is also when you get to sit with yourself, you get to know yourself, let's not judge ourselves for what we find, right? Maybe we wake up in the morning and we feel sad, just like life is good, but we just feel a little bit more sad today. Let's not judge ourselves for that, right? Respect ourselves, respect the emotions that we feel. When we wow. spend time, we get to know ourselves and we get to love ourselves through all the different things that we feel. Because there's a lot oh of things gosh. that we feel all the time, every day. I, I love that. I love that that point you just brought up of not judging yourself for feeling whatever you're feeling, right? And yes. like being able to like see that, process that, because that really brings, brings me to the this other point that I really loved last time we got into is unlearning harmful habits. So mm. I love to hear from you, like, you know, like it talk about like in the past, like has there, has there been things that you've done that were harmful or hurtful that were habits in your life? And what did you do to gain awareness of that and unlearn those habits and start mm. to add in better ones? Yes. I love this idea. I know we talked on the phone for so long about this, but we are a product of our past experiences, right? Good and bad. Like those things shape what we do, how we feel, just everything. They are literally everything for us. So unlearning harmful habits. For me personally, I will say that self-talk, huge. I wasn't the most confident person in the whole wide world, right? I think self-esteem and confidence are a, a something that, that can be built over time. I'm still not the most confident person, but I'm a, a hell of a lot stronger in myself and who I am than I was three years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, right? I'm a work in progress, but I can recognize that I am so much more confident in who I am. And for me, that, that goes back to self-talk. And I am huge on self-talk and it's as simple as when you wake up in the morning or you're going to bed at night and you look in the mirror and like, what do you say about yourself? Or you do something wrong at work and you call yourself stupid and dumb. But the things that we say about ourselves matter because they begin to shape our belief system. They, and that then begins to shape our emotions the things that we feel, and then also how we behave. So thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are all connected. And our beliefs are something that is right in the middle of that. So for me, self-talk was something that really needed to change. And this is a hard one because if we are self-aware, we begin to notice all the things that we say to ourselves that are so freaking rude, right? Mm -hmm. like oh, yeah. The things I say about myself, I would never say to you or about you, right? To our friends. We don't talk that way. Like, oh, I'm so freaking stupid. Like, no, you don't say that to other people, but we say it to ourselves. So again, I think this goes back to being aware of how we talk to ourselves. And for me, that started with slowing down, getting present. I think getting present is huge in this. And once I could slow down and begin to be a little bit more present with myself, then I could actually notice and hear when I am tearing myself down wow. and how to combat that then begins to, for every root thing, right? 
or mean things, something I would tear myself down, I would try to combat that with a good thought. I'm huge on mantras and affirmations. I have a oh. whiteboard in my kitchen. That <laughs> I have, love your whiteboard. I, yes. I, I love it. Every week I write a new one up there and I have one for the month as well, but it doesn't have to be just that. It can be as simple as I am important, right? I, I screwed up at work. I feel really crappy about that, but you know what? I'm still a dang good employee. I still work hard. I am important. It, like, those things matter. How we talk to ourselves matter. And the, the more we have these positive self-talk statements, the quieter the negative things get. The, the easier we can begin to tune out that voice that talks to us and, and tears us down and the more we can build ourselves up. But it takes practice oh, and it takes wow. conscious, intentional effort to do it. Oh my gosh. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that because that is actually so, like everything you said right there is the experience that I had. So I used to be like that as well. You know, and I love how you give that example of, you know, with other people, right? You would never look at someone and say, oh my God, you're like a fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> but we do that with ourselves, right? And that's that's the craziest thing for me is like noticing that. And then and then also another thing that's pretty wild to me is, you know, like people you might not even know, right? Like strangers, right? Who are, you know, messaging on the internet and are like, oh my gosh, you know, but like, I love what you're doing and you look great in this photo. And then, and then you yourself are looking at that same picture and going, I look terrible. I, my all my hair looks wrong. like shit, my face, blah, blah, blah. And we can go on and on and on. And we really like, we can either beat up, like literally just beat the shit out of ourselves or build ourselves up. And I started to notice that I would do that so much where I would just be like, you know, and that really what you said is huge because the way that I would speak to myself ended up affecting the way that I thought about myself and the way that I would interact with other people. Yes. Right? So when you're around other people and, you know, I, I would even be weird when someone would give me a compliment, you know, when someone would say, oh my God, I love your, you know, your hair, your dress, your makeup, whatever. I, I would be like, really? Like, I don't, I'm like, you don't believe it yourself. Yes, so it's so hard to yes, take that to take on. That. And that's so true because, you know, when you really start you guys to choose your inner cheerleader over your inner critic. It's insane because I honestly, like I've spent, I think I've spent probably two, I, two years ago, I think is when I actually really started working on this. And it, it took, yeah, two years until now to actually not have those thoughts. And when I do have them, I notice them and I'm like, wow, like you're saying that about, about yourself. And, you know, and of course that's what held me back for years in so many things, because I would say, you know, even in, even thinking back to be like being in school and sitting there and, you know, getting, being someone who would get straight A's, right. I would get, an, I got an F on every single test in chemistry, every single test five, out of all the five tests, I failed every test and I got a, a C in the class and I was sitting there and I'm like, because of this, I cannot go to medical school and I cannot be a psychiatrist because I'm not good at chemistry. And that's, that's literally the story I wrote. And it became a reality. I didn't mm -hmm. go to medical school. I didn't become a psychiatrist because I told myself, you are bad at this. You are. And I felt like my self-esteem in that area was so low that when I was trying to get better at this, you know, I'm like, I just, it was, it made it so hard. So when you start to, to actually actively build yourself up and say, you know what? I love that example you gave about working, right? And being an employee mm -hmm. and saying, oh my gosh, I messed up at this at work, but you're still a good employee. You're still a hard worker. You still 
always try to do the best thing. And, and, and that's the, that's what I love is turning a negative into a positive t- or, or just taking a lesson from it. Right. You know, of course there's going to be moments where like terrible things happen and it's not always going to be the easiest thing in the world to look at that and say, Oh my God, this is great because of this. No, yes. like it's like, like that is not what is going to always happen. But if you can take a lesson away from something or, you know, learn something or take something of value away from that to like move forward with in your life, it's incredible what it does to just your, your thought processing, like your confidence, your self-esteem, your ability to believe in yourself, you know, instead of like thinking I'll never be able to do this or do that because I'm not good at X, Y, and Z, you know, or I'm not this, or I'm, you know, and I, I hear it all the time. And just like, and even in, I'm probably sure you do too, like in conversations with people, you know, I'll talk about something and someone will be like, well, I'm not, I'm not that person or I'm not good at this or, Uh you know, I can't do this. And it's like, and it's like, so for me, like that was always the easiest thing. Like, oh, I can recognize other people's stuff to help them, but why can't I do it with myself? You know, why, why is it so hard for me to recognize my limiting beliefs and to combat that? But I can do it with, with this person over here and help them over here, but I can't do it with me. So, oh my gosh, I think that's, you know, and, and you know what, you guys, another thing that I really love right now about Ashley is she is the queen of the morning routine. You guys, she is literally like, I, you need to check her out on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'm going to link it below so you can check out her Instagram and like see this because this is, this is another big thing that we got into was morning routine. Mm. So I would love if you could walk us through, you know, what is your typical morning routine look like? And why do you think it's so important to have one? Oh, morning routines like is literally my everything. It sets me up to have a kick-ass day and If you're not a morning person, I guarantee you, if you come up with one thing that you can do every single day when you get out of bed, you will begin to notice a change throughout your day. I guarantee you. So my morning routine that sets me up for success, productivity, efficiency, and just to have a good day is one is coffee. I'm a coffee person. I put it every single day on my story. And the reason I do that is to show people that the, the habits we create begin to become our narrative. They begin to tell a story. So every single day when I wake up out of, and I get out of bed, I go to my Nespresso machine, which I freaking love. And I make some coffee. It's the little things, right? So I make my coffee. And when I have my coffee in my hand, I then practice gratitude because gratitude can a hundred percent change a whole damn day around. And I set my intentions for the day. So backstory to intentions, every single night before I go to bed, I look at my next day, right? So tonight, what is today? I don't even know. Today's Thursday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, holy cow. Today's Thursday. Tonight, I will go ahead and look at my planner and I will see what my day looks like for my tomorrow. I think that that helps to relieve some stress and anxiety and helps you to just know what you have to tackle the next day. So I already know what I'm about to do for the day, but I set my intentions, meaning how do I want to show up today, right? We choose how we show up every single day. Do I want to show up as my most productive self? Do I need to slow down a little bit on the tasks and maybe uh, prioritize my self-care today? How do I want to show up? Or, Or maybe if it's a busier day, maybe my intentions look like, what do I need to get done, right? Some days we have those days where we just need to crank out shit, right? Yeah. So setting my intentions for the day and practicing gratitude is the second step. As I sip my coffee, 
My third thing that I do is make my bed. I'm a huge believer in making my bed every single day. Not only does that help me to like walk by my bedroom and be like, oh, my room is clean, which makes me happy. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it also is the first task of the day. I accomplish the first thing. And if I do nothing else all day because I'm having a crappy day, I made my bed. I promise you, if you start to make your bed every day, it doesn't have to be the most perfect bed making. You don't have to tuck it all in, but just pull up your covers, right? Make your bed. You accomplished one thing and it will also uh, help you to be more productive during the day. The last thing that I do is my skincare routine. I'm a huge believer in one, taking care of myself, but also wiping away either my previous day or the sleep I had. Sometimes you had a crappy sleep and I imagine washing my face and I am stepping into a new day. That's how I visualize my oh, skincare routine. I love that. Oh, yeah. And I, and also just like another tidbit for people, if, if you like that idea at night, if you had a really long day, get in the shower, use your favorite soap and literally visualize washing off your crappy day. The, the mean things that people said to you at work, what the bad conversation you had with your boyfriend or your mom, like wash it all off. So you can step into your, or, or go into your bed, feeling a little bit more refreshed. Like you're not carrying the crap that happened into bed. Cause that will also affect your sleep. So that was the side note. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Oh my, everything you guys, this is why I love talking about this so much is morning routine is because, you know, we're both, we're both so into this and I, I can tell you, I used Nerding to out. not, yeah, I used to not be like this. And I can tell you yeah. the difference right now between when I lived my life without a morning routine and when I, and how I live my life now with one is 100%. major because I used to wake up and instantly my mind would go to, and I would never plan my days. And now like, I, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't, I would just, you know, whatever, like every day and I, and I just would just go with it. Right. And, I, and that was, especially for someone who gets stressed out as easily as I used to, that was not good. So I would get up and I'm like, okay, so I have, you know, work today, then school today, then this, and then I have to do, you know, and then, oh, like I would look in the mirror and say, oh my God, I just, I look like shit. I don't know how, like, and it, it just would, it, it was a spiraling ball of already starting your day on a really bad foot. So now what I do is very similar to what Ashley's talking about, right? So get up in the morning and gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I used to sit there. I used to be the kind of person who was like, what in the hell is writing in a journal or on a piece of paper going to do? What is that? Like, what is that going to do? And the reason I was like that is because I was struggled so much with being able to even recognize my blessings because I was so laser focused on my problems and on things in my past that hurt me or, or I felt were holding me back or I felt were barriers. That was literally my focus all the time, 24, seven, 365, that, that made it so hard for me to take a piece of paper and a pen right, right now, write down three things you're grateful for. And I'm sitting there like, because it's like, what? it's like, that is yeah. crazy. And now, you know, I'm sitting here right now looking at this little list I have in front of me. So I made this little, it's a gratitude list. And I have like 50, I think there's 50, yeah, 56 things on here right now that I'm grateful for. And every single morning I get up and I do the free gratitude journal. I actually created a free gratitude journal. So I go in there and I do my entry and I say three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm looking forward to. And then like I, I get up and I start moving, right? I like to get, I, I like to get all my stuff done. Like, well, not all my stuff, but my workout, right? In the morning. So that way I'll feel more energized and ready to go. And sometimes I don't always make it happen. Right. And, but I think the important thing to remember, like you said, is to take 
things slow as well when you are not in that headspace. So that's another huge, huge one. You know, that just brings me back to, you know, the last question that I have for you that I'm kind of sad that we're here at the last question because I I feel like I could just talk to you for ever all day long. Um, But this isn't, this is something that I really want to have you uh, answer for me right here. So what has been the most helpful thing you have either gained or experienced as a result of tapping into self-awareness? Confidence, hands down. 100%, I would say confidence in myself. And I know that, excuse me, I know that I have talked about um, confidence related to self-awareness. When we get present with ourselves, we really get to know ourselves. But you begin to accept yourself on a, on a different level when you become self-aware because we don't spend enough time with ourselves. We, we don't. And we live in a society where we're go, go, go. What's next? What else do I have to cross off my to-do list? And when you get kids, it's even crazier. And so when we take time to be with ourselves, whatever that looks like for you, you become more confident in who you are. You begin to explore what you like, what you don't like, your values, right? And then you get to live a life according to those values. And I think that is how important self-awareness really is. So I want to encourage everybody to find something that you can do with yourself, not with your boyfriends, not with your husband, not with your girlfriends, not with your friends, but just with you. And if you don't know what I want you to do right now is take out a piece of paper and I want you to write down all the things you enjoy doing. If it's painting, write painting. If it's going to the beach, it's going to the beach. If it's sitting on a bench in a park, write that. I want you to write down a list of at least 10 things that you enjoy. And then I want you to try one today. Try one of those things. Right after you listen to this podcast, go into the park and sit on that bench with your dang self. It's time to appreciate yourself, get to know yourself, get curious about yourself. And once we can learn all the amazing and unique facets that we have within ourselves, then we, be, then we can begin to truly love ourselves and accept ourselves for who we are. And then we can show up in the world being our whole damn self all the freaking time. And that... Oh is what makes me jacked up. Apparently. Oh my God. I love it. I love that. That is amazing. Yeah. You guys, Oh my gosh. Just find finding one thing that you can do for you. And I think that's amazing. That self-awareness piece and then bringing up confidence. And I, I can't, I agree with you too. You know, have, once you have that self-awareness like helps with feeling more confident, living a life that you authentically dreamed for yourself and always envision. And you're like, I can't, you know, I wish I could be this, or I wish I could think this way. I wish I could feel this way. Once you start gaining and tapping into that self-awareness and starting to become more aware of you. Right. And what, what do I like to do? What do I enjoy? What are my passions? What are my interests? What are my habits? What are my fears? What are my things that light me up inside? You know, just literally gaining this. And I think I love how you talk about getting out a piece of paper and a pen because you know, you know me, I'm like, I'm very visual. I like to write things out. I love lists. I love, I love being able to see it on paper because I feel like for, for me, at least, I don't know about you guys, but it helps me put it into action when I can yes. actually see it in words in front of me because now it's real, you know, now it's here, it's out in the world, it's on that piece of paper. And what are you going to do with it? You know, what are yes. you going to do with that information? You know, what are you, what are you going to do with this now? And I think that's amazing that you talk about 
you know, for you is, is once you started to gain that self-awareness, tapping into that, being able to be more confident and actually lead to enjoying your life more, right? And as overall, enjoying living and just being here and being present, right? Because I feel like a lot of the times, like what you said, you know, we really don't spend a lot of time with ourselves. And I know that's, that sounds kind of crazy. Cause it's like, I live in my body. Like, right? I'm, me. like, like I'm always with me. Yeah. I'm always with me, but it's like, we, we don't always, well, I, I'm not, you know, trying to speak for everybody, but at least for me in the past, I did not always check in with myself. I probably never did. You know, I just, I just was going and just doing whatever I was the time I did not really, you know, look at my feelings, what I was thinking, what my emotions were, I kind of just would bottle them up, ignore them, push them away. Stuff and them down. Stuff them down. Try to just move on with yourself. But this is what I love about this episode right here is you guys, we literally went over so many things that we are not you know, taught in school, at least for both of us, you know, that we weren't taught these days. Yeah. Right? If you guys were, let me know where y'all went to yes. school. So I can uh... yes. tell us where, where this was, because <laughs> I want to send them a fruit basket. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you guys, I, I love this episode and I'm, I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but you guys need to check Ashley out a splash of Ash podcast. And also, you know, tell, tell the people where can they find more about you and all the things. Yes. So my podcast, Splash of Ash, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. My Instagram handle, I put up lots of tidbits, mental health and wellness tips, just cute pictures and fun things, right? Um, my handle is at a underscore Splash of Ash. I have a website, which is splashofash.co. On there, you can find my blog, which also has mental health and wellness tips like loaded all on there. I have merch. But we are running low on stock. And because I'm, you know, we got to be careful where we spend our money right now. <laughs> I am, I'm not restocking that right now. But we, I do have, I think, about eight sweatshirts. They say it's change your every day, change your life, which is my motto. I also have cute little stickers, like logo, uh, evil eye to, you know, get the negative vibes out of here. Um, and I also have a newsletter, which you can sign up for on my website or also on my Instagram account. Um, I send out a Monday newsletter and it's more mental health and wellness tips and things that'll just brighten up your Monday for your week. That's where y'all oh can find me. Oh my gosh. Yes, you guys check her out. And oh my gosh, just such an awesome episode and just so many lessons we covered in this one. And I'm super excited to put this one out into the world. And I want to say thank you to you guys of course, for making it and listening to this episode, tuning in. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day or a great rest of your night, depending on when you're tuning into this episode. So I'm going to say goodbye to you guys on that note. Bye, everybody. And also going to say goodbye to my beautiful guest right here, Ashley, Miss Ashley Parker on the podcast. Bye, Ashley. Bye. All right, guys, that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I enjoyed creating it. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to talk about becoming a guest or to share your thoughts on this episode with me, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email to crookedillness at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at crookedillness, or you can message me on my Facebook page at crookedillness as well. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to Crooked Illness.